A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And now, coming to you live... From atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Puckle! Puckle. And welcome to the 463rd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host. We've got the one and only, the fluffiest whimsy cot. Hooves! Hooves! I, I said hooves. <laughs> there we go. Hooves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not in trouble now. And uh, as you can hear laughing at the background, we've also got Linian, the, the Game Corner Master. Good morning. You know, the Game Corner Master could have some negative connotations, like you have a gambling problem. I mean, hmm. I do, but I don't think that's what you're talking about, so I won't choose to take it as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. We talk everything Pokemon here, from the video game to the trading card game to uh, pretty much everything in between. Uh, mostly this morning it's been dogs, but that's for different reasons. And... <laughs> Yeah, we talk everything in between. It's a, it's a good time. Welcome to the welcome to the show. We got some, I mean, this is an exciting time kind of in Pokemon. I would say I would say so so Crown Tundra comes out this week, right? Mm-hmm. And and I I don't know. So like the one thing I've noticed just in general in the Pokemon community, I mean this has probably been a year long thing in general has just been like I don't know. I like the hype just isn't there and I don't know if it's Pokemon fault or my fault. <laughs> um I mean, I'm excited cuz like I I think Crown Tundra is going to be better than Isle of Armor. In a lot of ways. Hmm. I Because I think, well, honestly, Dynamax Adventures, best thing ever in terms of like a thing they could have added with that. Di- like, if you're going to do something with Dynamax, that's what I want. <laughs> okay. I, I can hmm. kind of see that. I can kind of see that. I Because I, I really like the one thing that I do like that they're doing in all in both DLC that they've done so far is they've. Because um, like the one thing the fan base has really clamored for in recent past has been like a battle frontier facility. Yeah. And I think it's really great what they're doing is just adding a battle frontier facility in each DLC essentially. Um yeah. I mean that's what that's what restricted sparring was. I mean that's the equivalent of you had some really yeah. garbage battle frontier facilities in Emerald. Like we look back on that and say this it's is a battle, great th- this is like the battle tunnel, you know, it's not yeah, no, no. We don't have to have they're not all A pluses, Lydian. Okay. But <laughs> they exist. I think the only thing we're missing, because like I, I do want like I forget Gen Four Battle Frontier. It was cool. We had a Battle Factory. It's okay. Um, but like Gen Gen Three Battle Frontier, the Pokemon Emerald Battle Frontier had the medals, and I think the medals are what would make it that much better. Like if they would somehow like unify all of those and say, "Hey, you get a medal for beating them," I think mm. it would be cool. Hmm. I do think the Galar Star Tournament is also lackluster, unless they're hiding things from us, which I hope they are. 
Because if not, it's very lackluster. Well, we have the Battle Factory 2.0 anyway. So. No, that that's legit. I'm really okay with that because they tried to bring that back in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, and it was terrible. That was the Battle Agency. That was absolutely terrible because it was like dependent on you having people in your friends list who had already played Battle Agency and weren't level zero. Yep. To, oh, to actually do well. I have this vague memory of that. I used to specifically do it when Sigma would play so that I could gra- Sigma and I could grind <laughs> together. <laughs> it, it was literally the worst. Yeah. It was absolutely awful. I I've never really played any of these post-game things. Mm. Um it just wasn't exactly my thing. Yeah. And yeah. so I guess I'm slightly more excited about the Galarian Star Tournament because A, I don't have a lot of time to play right now, so a Battle Frontier doesn't sound exciting. Oh no no no. But I... and B, I also, you know, have the time zone problem with most of the people I would play Dynamax Adventure with. So mm-hmm. just show up, ruin your sleep schedule for a day, and then we're good. You can I, experience I, it. I wish I could. I have way too much work to do to be able to say, oh, I'll just be a zombie tomorrow. That's fine. I, I don't know. Like the Galarian Star Tournament, the thing that I really wish that I could see from it was just not Galar people, if that makes sense. Like I, yeah. I could I, I could understand the purpose of it if they were just like, look, Lance is here. And then like, yeah. ooh, ah, really cool. And like, and maybe that is still the case because they've definitely kept some stuff under wraps up to this point. Mm. Uh, from the leak, they've kept some stuff under wraps. And it could be the case. Um, the thing that makes me th- slightly hopeful is, okay, this is like super random trivia that not a lot of people are going to know because it was it's like from Pokemon Masters. Uh-huh. Uh, in Pokemon Masters, there's a discussion between Lance and Steven about how it would be really cool if they could partner up and maybe do it someday in Galar. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. It, like that's the only that's the, like it it could just be hearsay. But yeah, it'd be but, really cool. But, um I think your PG argument from last week kind of the killed the possible it. hype for me. I yeah. I definitely agree I like I want that to be true because I want I want them to try to do that later on when Pidgeot gets mm. put back in. Um okay. and, like okay, so like my only problem right now with TPCI is like it's great they're giving us Pokemon back, but man, I if somebody from TPCI could could have been like back in January, don't worry, they'll all be back within the next couple of years. I feel yeah. I, I would feel so much better. If yeah. they just kind of gave that that pattern ahead. If they if they just explained and gave us some transparency in what the plans were, right? I, I, I get not wanting to commit to that because there could be unforeseen problems. But uh, that that's literally my only thing. Like, had they even talked about the DLC during the lead up to Sword and Shield, I think I would have felt a lot better about it, too. Um, sure, they would have gotten yeah. blowback like, oh, they're going to have DLC, blah, blah, blah. But they already got that mm. blowback. Blowback. Yeah. Like, they got it anyway. How much worse could it have been? They got they mm. they would have they I think they would have decreased like Dexit blowback for one. And maybe they would slightly have increased the crowd that was already yelling at them about DLC. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's they I, probably like did the numbers and said, Okay, this is going to be the thing that we say that gives us the least amount of flack, and they got the numbers wrong. 
Uh, absolutely. Yeah. They got a lot of things wrong with Sword that's and Shield. It's a calculated risk, but boy, am I bad at math. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> what, that's what the entire 2019 PR of Pokemon felt like. Whereas we took a risk, or didn't take a risk. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I don't know, because like, if you're gonna if you're gonna call Dexit, it would have been cool to see a lot more of the cool stuff that they had coming. Yeah, I I would have been super hyped for a lot more of the Glorians. Like if they would have explained something like Berserker and Coffee, uh, not Coffee Regis, Runa Regis, Runa Regis, in uh, Runa Regis and uh, in like the lead up to Sword and Shield, I think I would have been more excited. Hmm. In that in that hmm. way, if they would have given me stuff like that, but they they're just like Surfetched exists, and like here's Obstagoon. I mean, I can understand that since, you know, Runerigus evolves from a Gen 5 Galarian Pokemon. I mean, that's yeah. kind of... Yeah. If you're trying to get people back from way back in the day, you go Farfetch. You don't okay, go so I, I don't like this argument of, like, if you want people to come back from way back in the day, because I feel like that's been the argument for, like, the past three gens. But it works every time. It does. I think it's dumb, uh, because... <laughs> It, at I that agree, point, but it because works. because we did that, we I I would I would argue X and Y were a hey come back to Pokemon please because of Mega Evolution and and like you want mm-hmm. you get a Kanto starter within like the first half. Um, granted, I liked X and Y a lot, and I still think it's one of my favorite Pokemon games of all time. But yeah, to uh, Sun and Moon did it. They did it real hard. Uh, oh yeah, they did it real hard. Uh, then Let's Go happened, which is literally only Gen One pandering. I agree that it's really, really stupid, but you can't argue with the numbers. I don't know. It I, works. I, I, I think they... Or maybe I, they look at the numbers and they think that's the thing they're doing right, and it's not, but they don't look at the numbers the right way. I, I just don't think they talk to the fan base so much, which is unfortunate. I mean, there, it seems to be going in the right direction now, because there's that guy on Twitter who was just like, hey, give me suggestions on, like, UI changes. And then people were like, oh, you should get rid of Dexit. And it's just like, no, no. he asked for UI changes. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but I, I think, I mean, that, I think that's a step in the right direction. Like, they're actually asking for feedback to some extent. And I, I honestly think that um, whether Lydian's going to disagree with me, I think, I think Dexit was the reason we got DLC to it, some extent. Or at least the I, DLC. I will, yeah, no, I don't agree to that at all. Yeah, you can you can disagree with me as much as you want on that, but I I I think especially especially if Crown Tundra is larger than I Love Armor, or if it just feels more um, fulfilling is the wrong word, but if it feels more substantial, I, I think I, I I rest my case on my theory because <laughs> mm. I Love Armor felt very light. Yeah, but I I don't think that they would have seen that blowback picked up a whole new dev project or even greenlit mm-hmm. one they had been kicking around like it doesn't match it also just doesn't match how they have to like prep things ahead of times so, like card games uh anime and things like you can't make a pivot on a dime on fan reaction a year away it takes longer i think they might have said okay there might be some blowback and the DLC is going to fix it. And then there was way more blowback than they expected, and the DLC didn't quite fix it. But I agree with you that it's impossible that they put the Isle of Armor together in six months. It's, I don't know. On top of it, they were talking I think it's possible. about, like, cra- they were talking about cratering motivation at the job place. They were talking about uh, 
things like Pokemon have to be relatively finalized 10 months in advance mm-hmm. to some degree because otherwise they cannot get the scripts translated in time because yeah, they have all of those languages. They all need to be consistent. They all need to be consistent against other canon. I, I would say the amount of text in Isle of Armor is significantly lower than the amount of text in the main in like base sword and shield. Yes, but they still have to deal with their translator schedules. Yeah, but it's Pokemon, so you just pay the translators, eh, I mean. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but, honestly, I, I know some translators for other kinds of businesses, and the usual way they work is, hey, we're going to pay you a dime, and we did this yesterday. Yeah. So I'm guessing that like something as big as Pokemon has their own translators, their own hands. On staff. Yeah. They get paid well, mm-hmm. and they do the job exactly whenever yeah. they need them to. Yeah, it's just going to take time and you can't finalize you can i guess but i do not think game freak is capable of turning that around in six months amid <laughs> cri- that is a fair amid, assessment uh um, especially maybe. when their their employees all talked about hating the job they ha- talked about uh hating, I don't, I, being on twitter I, yeah I, they did that was a very one? public news story no that was that was one guy who mm. who said that that was one guy i know which news but story I, you're referring I, to that was one guy I who was just like we're gonna work on inaccurate it was also from like a year. It was from like a year prior to when the story like hit the mainstream too, because he was talking about like Project Gear, which had already come out. It was uh, I, I I don't disagree that there's probably some some motivation issues at Game Freak due to the fact that like that's all they do now is Pokemon, and they can't really get out of that cycle. Mm. Which that is which is was not what I was referring to at all. Which it one are you talking whole, about? There was a story or uh, a TPCI. Not TPCI. Game Freak employee was talking about how miserable everyone was because of the Dexit blowback. They hadn't oh, expected it to be this bad, and they had been so harassed, no one wanted to work. Oh, I did not so hear that. So if you're telling me in that environment they decided they were going to turn around a full DLC patch in six months, I just don't buy it. Uh, I mean, I that's a very Japanese thing to do, though. Yeah. I I buy it. I 100% buy it. Also, it was, it was within a year. Like, Isle of Armor didn't come out for a year after they announced Dexit. Yeah, but they had stuff to show at six months. And they had stuff to show, yeah, and I didn't think it looked good when they showed it. <laughs> um, I, and now I mean, we're really ranting. <laughs> yeah, but we, we can we can we can stop having this fight and we can go talk about some real news that's factual. Um, so let's go kick it on over to the news. Let's cue that epic music. And welcome to the news. In the news, uh, as we said earlier, Crown Tundra is coming out on Thursday. Probably in the morning, maybe? I don't know. It came out in the morning for Isle of Armor. So Mm. who knows? So uh, apparently the release date is different in Europe and Japan. Mm. So I'm guessing it releases at the same time and it's like late night for you guys. Oh yeah, Middle of the night for us and morning for Japan. Something like that. It has to be. It has to be... um, at the same time, because it's just going to be an update that goes live. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's, that's all it is, and it's going to take you 15 minutes well, to download and then you get in. Late night for you guys, probably like the afternoon of the 22nd. I'd be okay with that. Uh, I, I don't think it's that bad either. I mean, I, I would be, I, w- I was hoping that they would probably do like another no- news dump like they did the last mm-hmm. time for the release. Maybe that's what happens. I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll see. Uh, I, I would really like to see that happen where they just like, here's some news. 
and they talk about all the things that they haven't shown mm. in Crown Tundra because their PR team's taking the exact opposite approach of Sword and Shield, <laughs> but they gave us no information. Mm. And like they're back to like Sun and Moon release cycle. Uh, I liked the Sword and Shield news cycle a lot. I preferred it to the Sword and Shield one. I think the perfect relief like reveal cycle was X and Y. No. Where they left like a lot of stuff still. They left like for us to find three Pokemon for us to find. It no. was more than three. No. That was how many they left for us in Sun and Moon. They left us more than three in uh They in left us like X and y. the Avalagline, half of the Flababy line, the final evolution. We didn't know about Helios. Starter. We didn't we didn't know we didn't know about Helios. Yes we did. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. No, I don't. I I will fight you on this. Um. <laughs> we knew about Helioptile and not Heliolisk, but we knew about we knew about Helioptile. Okay, that's fair. I know we knew about Helioptile, but we didn't know. Like, I think they left like full evolution chains. Yeah, out. but we had like pretty much every evolution family except for Avalug revealed. I was not okay with that. Um, that I believe. I think they were good. I mean, I'm okay with them revealing like every evolutionary line except for like. Except for and but not every Pokemon in that evolutionary line. Like yeah. I was okay with Dreadnought being revealed, but not Trudel. No, no, no. Also, also Trudel's awful, but that's a different story. <laughs> that, that's a different story. No, my 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 jam and pardon the pun is stuff like you enter a shop and you find a milsery on the counter and you don't know what that is and you want it and so you go out there and you look for it and you find it and then you have to have your american friend tell you how the heck you evolved <laughs> that thing because it's so absurd I forgot about that <laughs> i'm going to be honest the evolution methods in in sword and shield were like old school pokemon evolution methods like some of the crazy stuff I know, that I really they used like to have it, actually <laughs> i mean it was i mean i i i don't know how i feel about it like i i'm both for and against it because um, i think it's Galarian i think it's really good mask was too far exactly. milsery is yeah like, milsery yeah. was okay milsery is perfect Galarian mask yeah. was absolute <laughs> insane it was worse than malamar yes i thought malamar was like the top of where you go like malamar is like the no, top because it's like that. one of those things where where if you're a kid like Malamar should be like where it stops because like you you know when you're a kid you're just like rocking around and like yeah. you're flipping your game upside down yeah. playing upside down and like could you imagine your Inkay just like evolves when that happened yeah. and you don't understand what's going yeah. on that would that would be crazy um, but I don't like I don't think like things like uh, Galar and Yamas to Runerigas because that's never gonna happen to anyone by accident ever yes. yeah exactly you it has to be something that you just find out from like somebody data mining and you're on the internet yeah. like it's I, I'm not a fan. And it's impossible it's, to translate across generations. Mm-hmm. It's just, ugh. Uh, I wouldn't agree with that. Well, not impossible, they always seem to but find it's a way. just obnoxious. They seem to find a way. I should say. They they seem to find a way. Like, they'll they'll just do a thing where it's like, now oh, it's yes, stone. this is, here's here's a rock. For, it's going to be location-based evolution all over again. Yeah. That they already tried to get rid they of. They already Maybe. solved and, this problem. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? They They already solved the problem. And they'll just give it an item. Like, they fixed... Uh, like Feebas, like Feebas got retconned real mm. hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would, I would argue Feebas got retconned. But uh, let's move on. Uh, talking about a bus, oh, I guess bus, the bus. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> the Pokemon Company has had a very interesting week on YouTube. Uh, yeah, to, <laughs> to say they're making some attempts at content uh, feels pretty fair. So. The first thing they did this week is they released the first episode of a five-episode series titled Pokemon Bus Explore Galar. And if you're thinking it's this fun animated series where you're going to go and check out the different locations, a bit of promo, 
No. No. No, not that at all. (laughs) No, they're going to go to different, they're driving a physical bus to different places in the UK that Sword and Shield's your inspiration. It's a double-decker bus? Uh Uh-huh. It's a double-decker bus, so that's cool. And it's, it's interesting to watch, I guess. And, uh, then later that week, they decided... (laughs) That uh, they should do something for Halloween. So they called up all of their uh, tournament judge hosts. And they called up all of their uh, commentators for the TCG and Pokin for some reason. Uh, And they said, hey, can you read a dex entry? So there's like nine or ten of them. And it's just someone. Fifteen. Oh, there's There's fifteen 15 of them. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just. If you can name all of those Poketubers, you win, I guess. You would do better Uh, than Thatch and I did. I think yeah. I got one. Uh, I need like I need like five, and that was about it. Like it was bad. And, and the videos are literally just, "Hi, I'm so and so from so and so. I'm gonna read yep. in, like in K's deck entry. They read it, make a face, and it's over. Forty yeah, seconds. Yeah, it's like thirty tops. seconds. Content. Yeah, bad content. We should do that on Puckle. Um, hi, I'm Thatch from the Puckle Podcast. <laughs> Let me read you this deck entry. <laughs> you do that, but we put a trivia game around it. It's so much better. I know. No, no, you don't. You just, I just read the entry and then we're done. That's uh, all insane. Right. Uh, but so, yeah, the Crown Thunder is almost here. So we get Cap thrown at our heads one after the other. Uh, the Unova Cup is now available. And they will all be available Yay. until the end of November. And at the end of October, you get the brand new World Cap Pikachu. And you can find the codes for this on Cerebi or on our Discord server. I, I'm i excited for World Cap. Nothing else. World <laughs> Cap, though. I guess. Uh, Pokemon Shirts is releasing five special designs that are only going to be available until November 13th. So if you want them, you have to like go now. Um, they're, they're designs because typically you just get one Pokemon, but these actually have, uh, some Pokemon paired up and some not, uh, like Espeon and Umbreon are together, Larvitar and Tyranitar, uh, there's a new Snorlax one, a Ditto one, and a Ghastly and Gengar one. Uh, those shirts are nice. Um, I would also argue maybe almost a hundred dollars nice. Yeah. Um, they, they are, they, these, they, like, I bought one. These are the original it's stitch, nice. yeah. Yeah, this is the original stitch, yeah. I, I bought, like, the Totodile one as a Hawaiian shirt and it's <laughs> perfect. So like I mean it's also it, it also like feels very good it's done it's made very well so uh, I do recommend original stitch if anybody is uh, is anybody th- is thinking about it they don't sponsor me mm. they should I, I really do like their shirts and their products uh, also because we can't have more news that has no consequences um, mm. on Monday October nineteenth the day this comes out uh, being the final day Tetris ninety nine players can get a Pokemon Sword and Shield theme by collecting fifty points I don't know how you collect points in Tetris ninety nine. You but do Tetris? You need 50 of them. I assume you play Tetris. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I um, think. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't played Tetris 99 in forever. I've never played um, it. it. It's, I mean, if you like Tetris, it's a good thing to do. Um, I, I'm also going to skip over video game battling news because the only thing we have is that if you played in the Battle of Legends, go get your 50 battle points. Have fun. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I forgot to sign up again because I always forget it's like Thursday at 7 that I have to sign up. Yeah. By. It's such a weird and I always, time. Well, it's because it's like UTC. It's Friday midnight UTC. And so it's like seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'll sign up for the next one and stream it. I promise, guys. I very much promise. Uh, all right. Talk some Pokemon Go at me, Linian. Because we've got a lot of Pokemon Go. Holy balls. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Go is beginning one of their many, many new events. 
they, it's just it's so suffocating how much stuff they have going on. Yeah. And in my opinion, it feels very suffocating. It's suffocating, and no one's out and playing it because yeah, you no. Know, uh, Pokemon. Well, they had some blowback from that earlier. I know. Did you hear about that? I because did. they were like, "Oh, we're going to end all the pandemic stuff," and it's just like, you know, the pandemic's not over, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, but I don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah, but it's really hurting our bottom line. Mm. Pokemon yeah. Go is beginning a new uh, event style called Catch Mastery. Uh, the first event will be Catch Mastery Ghost. Drifloon will appear more in the wild. Timed and exclusive field research to encounter ghost types and earn Gengar Mega Energy. An increased catch experience for nice, great, excellent, and curveball throws. The fact that there were like three different things that you uh, that you mentioned in that second line blows my mind because it's like there's time research, exclusive field research, and Gengar Mega Energy, and it's just like I don't. That's so many things to worry yeah. about. And there's I can't, like four more bullet points of news. Yeah, and it's just like that's so many. Like this is suffocating. Yeah. Like I. So I enjoy Pokemon Go. Like, I stopped playing when Megas came out because I knew Megas were dumb mm-hmm. in Pokemon Go. And that's like all my friends wanted to do. They're like, oh, we want to, we want to do Mega Raids. And I'm just like, ah, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. But go on, Lindsay. Yeah. Con- this one's, this one's semi interesting. Semi interesting. Exactly. So, uh, until October the 20th, which is tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Monday when it comes out. Players can obtain special red eggs from defeating Go Rocket leaders. Uh, I love eggs. I cannot defeat Go Rocket leaders because my Pokemon are not good enough. Uh, these red yeah. eggs can hatch into various dark and poison type Pokemon, which adds Bullaby, Sandile, and Ponyard into the game. I think they are also in the wild, but don't quote me on that. I'm not quoting. <laughs> um, special research and increased dark and poison Pokemon are also in the wild. I'm very, there's so much stuff happening. Yeah. I like this is, oh my gosh, this hurts my head. From now until October 23rd, Origin Form Giratina will be featured in a five star raids. That I understand. I understand that part. Um, so the Pokemon Go is also tweaked Mega Evolution because it's bad and they should feel bad. Um, Evolution now lasts for eight hours instead of four, uh. and players can hold up to 2,000 Mega Energy. First of all, when I read this line, when I read this before the show, this is the first time I heard that there was a limit on how much mega energy you could hold. Same. Um, mm-hmm. Which blows my mind uh, that there was a limit. So I guess they really wanted that raid pass money. Yeah. But thanks. Thanks, Niantic. I, I just like I don't it just feels like such a shell of what it used to be, mm. you know, yeah. um, until they put in that level 50 upgrade. Mm. Uh, that's in the code, by the way. They have they have level ups for up to level fifty in the in the back end of Pokemon Ooh. Go. Uh, they just haven't like implemented it yet. Everybody thought they were going to do it at Go Fest, but that obviously didn't yeah. happen. Uh, but also, apparently, my the my favorite thing that I heard about it because you get these people who are just like I have three times level twenty or level forty experience or whatever, right? Yeah. And uh, what I heard the what the rumor is is that they won't count the experience you earned before <gasps> they introduce the new level cap. What? <laughs> I'd be surprised if they did. To be perfectly honest. Yeah, it's to make you want to level up after you're level 40. Who cares if you go from, like, level 40 to level 50 right I away? would be T- so uh, Niantic's mad. not going to care. Niantic's not going to care because you're going to buy more You're gonna buy more lucky eggs. Oh, then. my goodness. I would be furious. Yeah, I, I mean, at this point, seeing, like, how they're monetizing Pokemon Go and how they're, like, really trying to push the transactions, especially with Megas, because Megas are all about that that remote raid pass yeah. money right now. Also, they said that they were going to try to, uh, that, like, the increase, like, uh, Pokestop and Gym range was going to be turned off at some point, which... which I thought was very disappointing because like with how inaccurate the GPS is sometimes, this was like a great way to fix yeah. it. 
and I don't think they should ever go back. <laughs> um, I don't think they should ever go back. That's just that's just me. Um, all right, Linian, tell us more because this isn't over oh, we're yet. Back. As mentioned last week, Pokemon Go has been doing various special events in countries across the globe, and there will now be an event in North America. Ah, oh, this is my favorite On one. November 8th? Oh, gee, I, for, I just, I read ahead, now I remember what this is. Yep. On November 8th, uh, from 11am to 2pm local time, and it is tied to Grubhub Plus membership. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, keep going, keep going, Grubhub it gets better. Plus members can get a ticket from now until November, uh, October 28th. Timed research containing Charizard Mega Energy, Bulbasaur, Charizard, Squirtle, Pikachu, Unknowns G and H for Grub and Hub, Sableye, Patrat, Machino, and Ferrisseed, and Ferrisseed can be shiny by the power invested in Grubhub. <laughs> Grubhub. They should have uh, that's broken. such a random member. That's such a random collab, too. Oh my I, gosh! Okay, all I'm saying is they should have broken their rules and introduced a Gen Seven Pokemon. They should have gone for Grub and Hub. Oh, it would have been oh, fine. Yeah, that's that's a missed opportunity. That's a missed opportunity. Okay, Whimsicott, take us home because we're still not done. Oh my goodness! Okay, until the end of November. Players will be able to redeem one remote raid pass per week as long as you have less than three in your inventory and each pass must be redeemed within the week it is offered. So if you try to get all of them in the last week, you cannot. Mm-hmm. And also, as P. McGee says in the news document, in case you weren't ready for the Pokemon Go news to be done, Go Battle League has shifted to Master League format and will be running that until October the 26th. Yay! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, small piece of puckle news here at the end. Uh, this is mostly for McGee because I know him and Shark Finnegan have been working on this. Uh, they've been working on a town, tr- uh, crown, I said town, crown tundra guide for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, and it's an organized document. He says that it's mostly just Cerebi links, but organized in a way that's actually helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Was Everyone that shade and Joe? No, no, uh, it's not. I think it's not. It, it's more, not, yeah. uh, we know that we're not doing all of the heavy lifting, but trust us, there's added value. Everyone needs yes. a bit of he- a bit of help through the town crundra. Uh. Crown, the town, the town crundra. <laughs> the town crundra. Best DLC. I can't say the it. town, town crundra. crundra. Oh my gosh. Uh, Linian, I, spoiler alert for our D&D campaign, but oh. now there's going to be a town you go to named Crundra. Crundra. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. We are going to kick it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz, or we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to... Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Linian and Whimsicott today are going to be operating as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions from you guys over on the Discord. And uh, they are competing with their fe- against their fellow co-hosts in a race to 30 points. Whoever gets there first gets a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. Not 25. That is not a generous god. Um, mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Uh, I, Just a goal. It should be one. twenty. It should be twenty-five because I keep saying that all the time, and it's like a nicer number than twenty. But we'll think about it next time. Uh, somebody will complain. They want like 
I don't know, like a pin. I don't know. Um, and <laughs> but yeah, they, they are competing to, for that. Um, there are five questions, each worth varying amounts of points um, to give them a total of seven. They can use a hint as a lifeline throughout everything. However, if they get all the questions correct and they don't use the hint, they can cash in for an extra point for a possible total of eight today. Uh, if you are playing along at home and you are submitting questions, you can also be entered into a chance if you live in the domestic United States. Well, I mean, just in the United States in general, uh, Hawaii and, and Alaska are included in this. You can be entered into a drawing to get a $20 credit to AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for all of your cool, nerdy art needs. So on that note, let's jump right into it, uh, says Philip DeFranco. And our first one is going to be from MOMO. What is the only non-poison type Pokemon to learn Gunk Shot via level up? Huh. So what is the Trash Man? <laughs> the Trash Man, I love that. I'm... Huh. Okay, so... By level up. I think up. the only Pokemon that can learn Gunk Shot by level up is the Trubbish line anyway. Oh, <laughs> I know this one. And it's okay. dumb. It's Octillery. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it learns a lot of stupid stuff by level Yeah, it's because it, it, it's because it's a canon. And I know yeah. that because uh, I was looking at the stupid thing in uh, PTU the other day because someone was like a crit build. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. let's see how this sniper works. Why does Octillery get gunk shot by level up? <laughs> yeah, I, I totally believe you on that. Octillery is correct. Um, it learns, it learns it at level one. It also learns a lot of weird moves because it's a tank. Uh, it gets bullet seed, it gets rock blast yeah. and Psybeam beam all by level up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's move pool is very funky. All yeah. right. You guys are one for one. Uh-huh, funky gunk shot. Um, okay. You have, uh, two choices here. You have, uh, a Ruby Sapphire question and a Pokemon adventures manga question. Which one do you want? Hmm. So I don't know anything about the manga Whimsicott, so I it will be have, on you. Let's, let's put it this way. I have read the manga up to the Ruby Sapphire and Emerald arc, so I'll That's the only good place to do side. it. All right, manga time. Let's go. <laughs> okay. This oh, one's great. from The British Gent. In the Pokemon Adventures manga, what is the first Pokemon we see Red catch? Not something that he already had prior to it, prior to the mm. manga starting. What is the first Pokemon okay. he catches in the manga? So... Wait. He starts off with a Poliwag, and then he gets the Pikachu from Oak. The first one he catches, I think, hmm, it's Um, been a while. uh, I want to say... Would it be Pikachu? He doesn't catch the Pikachu, I don't think. Um, And we see it before, so we see it before he meets Pikachu, because there's a scene where he and his Poliwag are out in the woods, and they actually see Mew, if I'm not mistaken. And he's out catching Pokemon. Catch that is correct. He doesn't catch Mew, but he's catching something that I think might be a, something like a Rattata or a Caterpie, something simple like that. I'm not sure, though. Um, let me think about it. I have no idea. You, you. I remember the Mew from that scene. I don't remember what Red was catching. You do have the hint. We always. do. It, it is kind of early on to use it, but if we are floundering I'm... in the dark, it might be worth it, Linian. What do you think? Sure. Sure. This Pokemon sure. was in the title screen for Pokemon Red in the intro. So it's either Nidorino or Gengar, and I have a very hard time thinking that they're going to lead with Gengar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Uh, but when you say the title screen, 
that's not what he means. The like, animation. I mean, the every Pokemon's okay, in the title screen. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say that's a lot of it. Okay, so it, it is an Nidorino. Fair. Uh, Reno. Nidorino is correct. Um, <laughs> that is correct. You are two for two. Um, your next question is your Pokedex entry question. This is the part where I read you a Pokedex entry, and then you try to guess the Pokemon that Pokedex entry belongs to. If I see you guys are riding the struggle bus, I will give you a second Pokedex entry to help you answer the question. If you get it on the fr- with only one entry, you get two points. If you get it with two entries, you get one point. If you don't get it after everything, you get zero points. Fair. Uh, so our first, okay. our, our question this week is, our Pokedex entry this week is going to come to you from Three Magatech. Mm. It's Heart Gold Soul Silver Pokedex entry reads. It has a very sensitive nose. It touches new things with its nose to examine them. Who's that Pokemon? Hmm. It, well, it can't be Nosepass, right? Like it doesn't sound like Nosepass. I feel like I've heard this Dex entry before, and it's I I think it's Swinub. It sounds like Swinub. Um, and that would make sense for Heart Gold. Um, it would make sense for Heart Gold, and and Swinub is is. It is all about like it, it's a snuffly little thingy. Like uh, Did, uh, I'm gonna give you a second Pokedex entry. Fair. Okay. It's Emerald Pokedex entry reads: These Pokemon live on herds of ice flows. Using its pop- powerful flippers, it shatters ice. It dives into the sea to hunt prey five times a day. Oh, it's either Seal or Celio because seals and noses. Yeah. Um, uh, um, I wouldn't think it's feel because I don't think that thing can look dive, dive for it predators. Just rolls off. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I, I want to say Celio. Yeah, Celio is correct. Good. You guys are three for three. Um, yes, it's not Swinub. It is. Uh, it is Celio. I like this new format because then we can ask you the hard Pokedex entry question or Pokedex mm-hmm. entries. Um, all right, this next one then is going to be worth, I believe, two points. Um, ooh, this is a good one. I like this one. This is from Go- Gomez Adam 72. Um, there are two answers. I need, uh, one for each point. Aside from events or hacking, there are two ways to obtain Fionn in Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. What are they? Uh, I should okay. say, I should, I should say Gen 4 is general. I think, I think saying Diamond, yeah. Pearl, and Platinum is bad, but there are two ways in Gen 4, uh, to obtain Fionn. What are they? Breed oh. a Manaphy and Breed yeah. a Fionn? Uh, no, no, you, uh, you would count Breed a Breeding Manaphy is correct. You can't breed a Fionn. Um, the other way you can get it, because, uh, okay, so the Manaphy egg obviously hatches into a Manaphy. Yeah. And we're not talking about events. We have excluded events and hacking. You could theoretically do this today. Okay. Yeah. Mm, um, was it a bonus from some other game? Like um, like my, my Pokemon Ranch. No, my Pokemon get, Ranch gives you mute if you fill out the one thousand slots. Um, so, what are the other Gen Four spinoffs? Well, I mean, Ranger gave you Manaphy to begin with. Yeah. So it wouldn't be but there, that. There was more than one Ranger game, right? Yeah, but they didn't. Wouldn't wouldn't have given you Fion. Like, okay. Hmm. Um. No, I okay. <clears throat> so you got gifts throughout other games. Like Ranch gave you more than just Mew, and Battle Revolution gave you like Electivire and mm. uh, Magmortar and all of that. Okay, but I I legitimately would put money down on po- my Pokemon Ranch 
Okay. Just given, like, Mew was like the grand prize, and Fionn is such a nothing Pokemon. So you're saying, like, <laughs> 500 got you Fionn and 1,000 got you Mew. I can believe that. I can yeah, go for that. Yeah, or like 700 got you Jirachi, because we give that out annually anyway. So, okay. like, top shelf is Mew. This is like, you know, a mixer, a Fionn I'm, mixer. <laughs> I'm down with that. Okay. Uh, my Pokemon Ranch is correct. Um, Fion, Fion, you got, so, so you can put up to, uh, in the US version, because there was an updated version for Japan to make it compatible with Platinum that the US never got. Mm-hmm. Um, you could obtain, uh, uh, you could put up to a thousand Pokemon in my Pokemon Ranch. Uh, by putting 999 in, that's when Haley would give you Mew. Mm-hmm. Um, if you only put 250 in, you would also get a Fion. Uh, yeah. you had to, you had to trade, you had to trade a Leafeon, you had to trade a Leafeon for it. Not even 500, okay. yeah. Um, she did give you like a bunch of other cool stuff though. Like you could, she would just like randomly trade you stuff like, uh, Pikachu. Um, sure. Who cares? Volpix, Ponyta, Lickitung yeah. holding TM44 for whatever reason. Um, what Tangela. I have no idea. Um, and I have no idea. Uh, she would also trade you, uh, like it's Tangela rest. with already knowing ancient power at level one. Oh, huh. um, she would trade you an Eevee. Uh, she, adaptability. Oh wait, that was it all. There's no hidden abilities. This is Gen Four. Um, then you have Aerodactyl. Uh, then you had Yanma, also knowing ancient power, but it was at level forty-five and not level one. Uh, and then yeah, so there's a lot of things. Oh wow, they came. Oh my gosh, there's a Safari Ball Shroomish. She would trade you a Safari Ball Shroomish. <laughs> what is that? What is that? I love that. Beautiful is what. It uh, is. Also a Safari Ball Croagunk. Wow. Okay. <laughs> cool um interesting uh that's good to know that is good to know all right so on that note let's get you to that final question you guys right now are five for four let's see if you can go for six today and we'll give you your base stat question today we're gonna ask you what final stage steel type this is from upside down malamar what final stage steel type has the lowest hp hmm final stage by final stage you mean something that has evolved I will say yes in this case, because that's what the answer is, but no in general. Okay. No, because fully evolved doesn't mean that it has evolved. Yeah, but exactly. Final yeah, stage it, does, it hasn't. Like yeah, it doesn't it necessarily evolved. mean it's evolved, but this one in particular has. I'll give you that free okay. hint. Okay, so that did knock out my top answer, which was Cartana. Cartana's um, <laughs> HP is pretty decent. Yeah, it's the special defense that's just not there at oh Sigma right i was like, thinking special attack for yeah, yeah. um okay. so hp a fully evolved what? steel type that has no hp every every like frail steel type i can think of just has bad defenses and mm. decent hp like mm. excadrill trash defenses but like over a surprising amount of hp no it has really good hp actually like, like yeah 80 it's like something. the top of the stat no it's over 100 over 100 even okay cool um, so steel types, I don't think it's going to be Magnism. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Fortress. Um, uh, I don't think it's going to be Agron. Well, um, something that's like, in- well, well, oh, oh, I, I'm going to say it and you're going to feel real silly whims. Mm-hmm. What has the lowest HP of like basically any Pokemon? It's a gen one. Um, Weedle. I don't know. Diglett. Diglett. Oh, oh, it's a Lolan Dog Trio. You're right. <laughs> You're right. A Lolan Dog Trio is correct. It has a base HP of 35, 
Good job, Linian. <laughs> um, after that, second place, lowest HP of fully evolved steel types, Maile with 50, followed up by Klefki oh. at 57, and Durant at 58. Um, other Pokemon uh, with pre-evolution start at Bastiodon, uh, Wormadan, Probopass, Kling Kling, and Aegislash all at 60. Fair. Mm. Yep. Uh, all right. So that gives you guys six today. That does change up the leaderboard pretty significantly. Um, so we're going to go ahead and retally everything. So let me move everything around. I believe Claude nine is still in first place with 27 points. However, we have a tie in second place now with Sigma and Linian at 25. Mm. P. McGee is in fourth at 20. Seth Vilo and Whimsicott are tied in fifth with 19. Basket is in seventh with 12. Sublime is in eighth with 10. And Jushiro and Shamu are tied for ninth with six. Tune in next week. I don't know who's on next week. It might be Claude. <laughs> Claude like Claude like wants his debut victory prize. I swear. <laughs> All right. On that note, though, tune in next week for some more Puckles tr- uh, Pokey Quiz. We are going to go ahead and kick it on over to the topic. We got some new iTunes reviews here at Puckle. So this week we've got one from Pokemaster12365. Why I love Puckle. Puckle is the best Pokemon podcast you can get, period. While driving in the car, while lying playing Pokemon, you can listen anywhere. The hosts are so friendly and give you lots of great tips in all things Pokemon. Whether you like Pokemon Go, the TCG, or the games, they will talk on it all. With an average episode length of an hour and 30 minutes, you have a whole heap of content all week. Did I mention they upload weekly? Keep playing and Puckle on. Well, thank you for that. You, too, can get your iTunes review right on the show. All you have to do is send a, write an iTunes review or review us wherever you listen to us on the podcast. But until then, thank you for that. And we are going to go ahead and kick it on over to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is Crown Tundra hype. I don't know what to call it. I mean, Crown Tundra is coming out next week. I am very surprised. The, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, this week. That's what I meant, right? Did I say that? <laughs> is that what I said? That's what I meant. Uh, it comes out. It comes out on Thursday at some time. I, I'm very excited for it, mostly because Isle of Armor was good, and it kind of showed us what DLC could be. Crown Tundra seems like it's got more. Yeah. Like, I, I, I really feel like Isle of Armor was just like, here, we want to do a DLC. Here's like a little bit of something, and we'll give you the rest of it. We'll give you like the good stuff in, in the fall. I don't know if I would call it the good stuff, but it feels more organic. Isle of Armor was cool, but it didn't feel very like cohesive with itself once you were done with the with Isle, the dojo story isle of armor felt like they had a different concept for the wild area and Mm-mm. decided to throw it in yeah that, yep. that's really what isle of armor felt like they revealed everything for isle of armor before we got isle of armor right yeah. I, I don't know if there was a secret left other than like oh you need to go chase the slowpoke around yeah safari balls are back guys <laughs> yeah I mean, that's that's all cute. Also, the Cramorant mechanics are dumb, but yeah. that's fine. They are absolutely stupid. I was just like, oh, man, maybe we'll get, like, Kurt's granddaughter. That'd be really cool. Nope. Mm-mm. That would only make I sense. I still want my Great Ball Ball Mandalorian cult at some point, but... I feel bad that they've really tainted Apricorns. Yeah. Uh, Apricorns are just forever tainted, mm-hmm. but... I, I like that they found a way to utilize items that they've just been carrying around in the background of code of the game for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but that's fair. That's fair. So that that's nice. I, I like that we got the pixels back for that. Yeah, I wish they wouldn't have tainted Africorns, but that's neither here nor there. Isle of Armor had like, you know, we got Galarian slow, slow, uh, slow bro. And then we got a lot mm. of stuff coming in, new, a lot of new stuff coming, more so than like Kubfu and Urshifu, which I kind of think Kubfu is a little pointless, but that's a different question for a different day. Uh, but it's I don't, cute. 
it's cute, but I don't understand its point because like, it, well, especially with like the context in which it was released, right? Mm-hmm. It was just like, hey, this is we all we know most of you probably already finished the game, but here's a mm-hmm. Pokemon that you're going to go evolve in the next 15 minutes. It's one of those things where it doesn't make sense to be a post game DLC, but like if exactly. you were to play the game and head there as soon as you could, it kind of mm-hmm. does. It's like, hey, you've you've been with it, you've had this adventure, and now you get to make it evolve. I was waiting for Crown Tundra to come out before like I wanted to go ahead and do like another playthrough because mm-hmm. I wanted to go play through the game with the DLC inserted so that you could go to the Isle of Armor. One, mm-hmm. you can go through the game with some like other stuff. Um, but two, you could get Kubfu and like you kind of have like this side. It, I imagine it's like a side quest in like an RPG. Mm-hmm. Typically, yeah. I, mean, I guess Pokemon is an RPG. It's like a side quest where it's just like, hey, you're best friends with Kubfu now. You can go over to the tower and then evolve it. Part of that final step before you go to like the final challenge. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It'd be that's kind of cool in that sense. Like I, I think I think it would be cool as like a story building moment. I don't mm-hmm. think Crown Tundra will be that way. I think Crown Tundra is like one hundred percent post game. Yeah, as it should be. Uh, yeah, with all the legends, I think it's just one hundred percent post game. It's it's our ultra wormhole, you know, yeah. equivalent. And that, that's what worries me about like DLC too. Like what's left? You know, the answer is Pidgeot. Pidgeot and half the starters. And Houndoom. And Houndoom and Ampharos. Ampharos is the one that boggles me. I'm gonna be completely Same. honest. And for we just sold a five hundred dollar plush and we sold out of it. Should we put no. that Pokemon in the game? Nah, bro. No. <laughs> oh, you know that Pokemon that won won our favorite Pokemon poll back in twenty twenty? Yeah, is that coming? Nah, nah, no. bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're not gonna put that in either. I felt bad at first. I said this last week. I, I felt bad at first because I was like, oh, they left a lot of they only left the garbage out, Mm-mm. which is only semi true. Minior's out, so I can't agree. Yeah. Just contractually. <laughs> I can't agree because half the starters are still missing and stuff like that. Like, there has to be something. They Like, they don't just keep half the starters out and not put the starters in. That would be, mm-hmm. like, a really stupid move, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, it's a move they sort of pulled with Mega Evolution before, but nowhere near this level of just, yeah. you can't have your Greninja in your game. Yeah, you can't have your Greninja. I mean, I'm okay with Ash Greninja being gone. That thing can be gone forever. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Ascredentia can be can be the cosplay Pikachu of Gen Seven for all I care. Um, it could just it could stay there. Greninja was my first level one hundred Pokemon. Oh man, see yeah. I, I, that's why that's why I think leaving like half the starters out is a bad idea because like there's some other kid who's like that was their first Pokemon game. Yeah. And like Greninja's like their jam, and they're just like, oh man, I can't bring my Greninja over. And yeah, it, I mean at least bring the starters over. Fine, leave Rattata out. I don't care. Joy cares. Joey cares. I, I miss it for the memes, if anything. Like like I said last week, though, I really like it for the meta. I really think this is really good. This has been really healthy for, like, the official Pokemon meta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's been very, very healthy, just, like, slowly introducing Pokemon. Yeah. And then this week, Landorus comes back. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Don't um, worry. I'll... But I, I think it's interesting because the stuff that they're introducing is, like, theoretically could could compete on that level. Like, I don't think Calyrex will do anything unless certain data mine information is to be believed, but I don't want to cover that in the main topic. <laughs> I, I do want to take a half second and just mention, like, there is stuff they haven't talked about, which makes me think that there's still more in Crown Tundra that we might mm-hmm. that we might not know about, which is exciting to me. Yeah. I'm also excited to see, um, given the Pokemon that actually have dex entries for Crown Tundra, if we're going to mm-hmm. be demythicalizing, like, a ton of Pokemon. Mm. Because, like, because there are dex entries for things like Deontsee, there's dex entries for um for Victini. There's dex entries for a ton of poke- mythical Pokemon. Yeah, and they put them in a tournament, right? I well, yeah, they so they we just had our first tournament. This is happening right now as we're talking, but they had their first tournament where like they legally allowed like mythicals into it, uh, which yeah. is kind of interesting. And I would I would love to see 
a world where they demythicalize a lot of mythicals. Like, make them mythicals for the generation they're in. Fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But then let's demythicalize them afterwards. Like, I, I thought that was fantastic with, with Deoxys. Like, that would be a good move, in my opinion. Yeah. I had not had that the Deoxys encounter spoiled. So mm-hmm. I was just doing the Delta episode. I'm like, this is fine. And then the triangle came out and started Ooh. doing the the thing from the puzzle. And I went, yep. Ooh. what? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like at minimum, Keldeo might get demythicalized um, from some of the leaks, which would be really cool. I, I would love to see more of them get demythicalized. And we got new Pokemon too. Like we got we got two new Reggies, which is really cool. I'm afraid of their stat lines. <laughs> uh, it could potentially be bad. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't think they'll be fast. If it makes you feel better. Oh, I don't think they'll be fast. I'm just afraid. <laughs> they they might be like they might be like really really like offensively oriented, but they also might be uh, might not be able to get an attack off ever. Trick room exists. Trick room does exist, which would be fun. That doubles. that sounds fun. I mean, all you do is is give them like 65 base speed so they can get outsped both in and out of trick room. Uh, and VGC is going to be uh, plagued with like the Regigigas wheezing nonsense for like the first uh, week yeah uh, stack attack stack attack <laughs> stack attack stack attack is actually going to be good um st- with di- in a dynamax meta stack attack is going to be good so question because this is actually like this is something like fufu 2 is going to probably make uh, a video on yeah, yeah if yeah. a stack attacker knocks out galarian wheezing does it get the boost from beast boost or not uh uh, I don't know. So. I don't know which way it activates. I have to double check. It usually activates after you kill something. I mean, we could do this now with Moxie, right? You could do that right, right. now. I think what happens is Weezing, Weezing exits battle, and then it checks if you knock something out. And because Weezing fainted, like it's the same way if something triggers a focus sash, you don't get a Moxie boost, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't check if it did enough damage. It checks if it's still on the field. So I would think it would still uh, give the boost. It should work, yes. Uh, I'm going to double check, but somebody did it. Does neutralizing gas... Oh, uh, this is like before... Wait, because they tried to do it with Pursuit. Guys, Pursuit doesn't exist anymore. That's not a move. <laughs> what Pokemon moves Thank Pursuit? Goodness. As much as I, I didn't I didn't feel good about the move calling at first because everything else was still raw, uh, I, think, I think most of the move calling was done well. I think it was done well. I it, Personally, I was kind of thrown by it because... Um, like I didn't get into battles for a good few months mm-hmm. and then I tried to do summer league and I was like, wait, why can't I have this move on Chelsea anymore? What yeah. happened? I mean, I really liked, I did like the move call. It it was a good rebalancing. Mm-mm. And a lot of them were just redundant. Yeah. You don't need, you don't need karate chop. You just don't. So like stuff like that, I appreciated for playthroughs um mm. i don't think sword and shield has the same playthrough style as previous games though so like I, I don't i don't entirely disagree but like with playthroughs and like older pokemon games i really like having these low power moves because not only when you level up do you get like your power boost but you'll eventually learn a new move that's worthwhile mm-hmm. well it, it was that they they didn't remove them like and just say ah you don't get anything you just have like a tackle and then your end game it, it was they replaced it with things like low kick or low sweep, yeah, yeah things that just were more interesting than just hey it's a fighting move. I agree with that. I'm not mad about it. I think removing hidden power and then like changing up some movesets to give some Pokemon good things. Like I think Sylveon's like the perfect example. It used to run with hidden power fire all the time. Mm-hmm. They got rid of hidden power and they gave it mystical fire. Yeah. And I think that was one of the best things because one, you can still get coverage on these Pokemon because they give them moves like this. Mm-mm. You can still get similar coverage, but you can... Uh, 
but you can know what kind of coverage they're going to have. Yeah. I think, and I think part of it was they were afraid to give Pokemon moves like, you know, quote unquote, like Mystical yeah. Fire, because then they'd also have another hidden power type too. Yeah. I agree with that. I just think that was a Swiss Army name. Too much coverage. I think I think Hidden Power, especially after they redid it to be like base uh-huh. 60 power all the time, mm-hmm. that was, uh, I think that was the nail in the coffin for making Hidden Power too good. Yeah. Like, I think that's the reason you're not going to see some Pokemon that were monsters beforehand be as monstrous in VGC when they come back. Like, Thunderous, I think, comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Thunderous was like a big deal in VGC, but I think without having Hidden Power Ice, you're not going to see it nearly as much. See, the thing is that a lot of the things that benefited from having Hidden Power were also taken down by Hidden Power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that is going to be curious to me is to see how Landorus is handled. In VGC. Uh, Galarian Articuno with an adrenaline orb. So you get a plus two special attack, plus yeah. one speed, you're fine. I think I think they're I think they came up with good answers because I think they're paying way more attention to their competitive scene than they ever were before this gen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I honestly think I will use Urshifu as the example until the day I die. Urshifu is such a well designed Pokemon for competitive. It they like they like cho- they very specifically chose its speed stat to go with its ability to shake things up. I just realized you can give an adrenaline orb to my Lotic. Yes. But yeah, I think I think it's very, very cool. It's a I mean I I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Galarian the Galarian like Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos uh end up being powerhouses just because they got designed well enough to play well. Yeah. To play well. I I think Galarian Zapdos will not replace Zapdos. Uh no, I think the two not, are just definitely not very proper. different, and that's fine. Uh, I do think Galarian Articuno and Galarian Moltres are probably just going to over... Uh, unless something weird happens, they'll probably just overstep their others, other versions. I'm not as excited about Galarian Moltres. I think Dark Flying is a poopy typing for not Mandibuzz. Mm. That's unfortunate, but I... Because I, I don't think Moltres has the bulk like Mandibuzz or even like Eviolite Murkrow have. So uh, that's unfortunate. But I think Galarian Articuno is probably the most exciting of the three. I mean, it looks really cool, but... It looks really cool, and if it's got stat distribution similar to Articuno with that typing, I think it'll be better. Yeah, and uh, it's also com- it's Articuno in a game with boots, and that matters. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's uh, fair. That's fair. Boots, boots, and singles is like that's the one thing that I'm most disappointed that we can't play like full OU on cart. Yeah, is because boots exist, and it's such a cool item that fixes a lot of problems with entry hazards that were breaking the game. It was literally mm-hmm. the item I kept asking for last gen, saying yep. this is the item they need to do next gen. They did it, and they they didn't let me play your U boots. I I still blame Nintendo servers for that. I still yeah. blame it. I blame Nintendo and not TPCI cuz Nintendo like after after they went to N- uh, Nintendo online, they just like they're like babying their I'm going to put servers in quotes because a lot of it's still peer to peer. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're babying the connection, and I don't know. It's like, I mean, I don't know what I expected, because it's Nintendo doing online. Mm. They, they've never been, like, really on the ball, and my answer was always, well, well, at least it's free. Yeah, and now it's not. And now it's not. And so, I, I mean, if we're paying the money, like, I'm more than happy to pay $60 a year for Nintendo Switch Online, if it means that we're going to get something that works. If they give me a 60-minute timer and I can actually play with, yes. you, with you guys again... I oh, would yeah. actually pay that. I would do anything to play OU again. I'm hoping they kind of I hope they kind of listen to us on that front at minimum. I, I think the voice has been has been just as loud from a lot of like the PokeTubers on that. Mm. I know A Drive has been really yelling about spectator mode and which I think stems from the same issue as their twenty minute timer. Can't do draft league as well with the 
putting yeah, and I, I think I think a lot of people are are seeing these limitations. So I'm hoping that we get some kind of remedy for that in the near future. Fingers crossed. That's what I'm hoping. I, I really hope that we can get some kind of remedy in the near future. If anything, I, I assume like Gen 9. Like that's when we'll see the the remedy. I would also, my hope, like perfect 2020 or 2021 for Pokemon, uh, in my opinion, would be like DLC Pack 2, which is a, I don't know, I, I call it a 50-50 at this point. Mm. I, I think it's possible. DLC Pack 2, they gave us a Pokemon collection for like Gens 1 through 3 or something on the 25th anniversary, like Mario 35. Hmm. And that way they're just like straight compatible with home. I would love that. Instead of being compatible with just bank. Playing Emerald on the Switch? Yeah, oh, that'd be really cool. Oh man, right? I, I feel really good. In- we won't know anything until February though. I doubt yeah. they're not going to They wouldn't tell it. us until Pokemon Day. I guarantee it. Uh, do you know, maybe we get our Gen 4 remakes finally. Because like you do the, you do Gems 1 through 3 as like the, mm-hmm. uh, here's a here's just like a pack. And then you say, hey, this November, watch out for Gen 4 remakes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. especially with the Pokedex leak, that we got from crown tundra like it seems like it's happening Mm-mm. they're they're missing a lot of key players <laughs> that that are specifically gen 4 key players yeah let's let's put it this way i'm not optimistic about dlc 2 or i'm not optimistic about dlc console 2. stuff but i am faintly optimistic about gen 4 remakes and you could say Whimsicott, aren't you the one who hates Gen 4? And I'm just like, I'm the one who doesn't remember Gen 4 because of how my numbingly slow It did it play is. very slow. It did Making my- it incredibly boring. Somebody's got like a minute-long video on YouTube of a Chansey yeah. getting a one-hit knockout. Oh my goodness. One-hit KO. <laughs> And it's it's literally it's literally the worst thing in the entire world. I really want to give Gen Four a chance. If you give me Gen Four on an engine that actually runs, I'm gonna be so happy. Yeah, it's like it just because like it was uh, the HP fell at like an HP rate. It was it was and it was yeah, constant. Yeah, X per second, it not was, percentage. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't percentage per second. It was HP per second, and Crazy. it took so long. It was like a level 100 chancy getting one hit KO'd by something. <laughs> And it it took it took like a full minute for it to drop oh, to zero. Wow. <laughs> it was really bad. So that game that game is not optimized to be very fast. Uh, but I that that's my solid prediction for like 2021. I think Gen 4 remakes are. I think that's the most likely scenario. Mm. That's what I'll put. I think that's mm. the most likely thing that's going to come out of 2021. Everything else it would be icing. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, because I think you can finish the decks with what's in there with. Uh, with what's left over in Gen 4. Yeah, um, yeah. I actually did sit down. I think I, uh, I mentioned this last week. Uh, but yeah, I did sit down and looked at like past national DEXs to see which ones had the most overlap. But uh, Gen 4 was not the winner, surprisingly. Mm. Um, the winner was Gen 6. Oh, well, original yeah. Decks. The regional thing. <laughs> it's like everything that they're missing, though, which is really weird. Hmm. It's like more than half of what's missing after Crown Tundra is available in X and Y's regional decks. Very surprising. Isn't that interesting? It's really weird because like X and Y had took really good care to like put all of the rats in for some reason, like all yeah. of the rodents up until <laughs> that. I think I think it was missing Rattata and that's it. It was. Yeah, I think. But it had the other five. Yeah. Which is just nuts to me to think about. Like, Why it, does Watchhog need to be there? It's fine. Some of them are surprisingly late in the regional decks too. Yeah. <laughs> like I think one of them's in like the last 100. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really surprising. That was nuts to think about. Because, like, yeah, they're, they're missing a few things. They get covered in a lot of different places. 
I, I could also see with what we're with what we're talking about, what's missing. A lot of those Pokemon are like the big hitters are missing are available in Diamond and Pearl. Mm. If you were to take like Platinum's decks and then split the regionals or like the version exclusives between Diamond and Pearl, still, I think you would be fit hitting a lot of notes. That that is very interesting. I think you'd hit a lot of notes there because if you look at a lot of the Pokemon that are missing, like Gliscor, Yanmega. A lot of them are Pokemon that evolve in Gen 4 yeah. from other Pokemon. Probopass, another one. That's that's true. That's true. I, I think it ends up being like an overlap of like 60 or 70 from the wow. current regional decks. Do we have like Chimeco? Uh, no, but Shingling sort of is like really prominent exactly. in, uh, in, in Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, no, exactly. Tropius is also in a surprising number of regional dexes. Right? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. like you what? Think that a tr- you think that a giant dinosaur made out of palm trees right? wouldn't show up in you pretty much every regional so dex? Right? It shows up in so many regional dexes. I couldn't believe Like, it's in the Gen 4 regional decks. It's in the Gen 6 regional decks. Arguably, Sinnoh is the worst place ever for a Tropius. I'm just, I'm blown away. I'm surprised it wasn't in the Gen 7 regional decks. It wasn't, you're right. It was it was in, in Ultra uh, Sun, Ultra Moon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was added okay. to uh, the whatever it's called, uh, Executor Island, and it also gets the the move Dragon Slam. Does yeah. it really? Oh my gosh, Tropius, you're so cool. Tra- it, Tropius gets Dragon Hammer by breeding. So I thought that was cool because it's found on a place where it would do so. Tropius knows what's up. Oh my gosh, yeah. Tropius is uh Tropius is my jam. Banana jam. I I'm excited. I mean, there's a lot of Pokemon that we're missing. I most of them, if you notice, the ones that are missing are the ones with multiple forms as well. Mm. Um, which I so it makes me buy I really do buy like we had issues with the models. By the way, I noticed in Pokemon Go, I think, that I was wrong all along. Whimsy could yeah. have the bump I've been complaining about all yeah. along. <laughs> You just <laughs> couldn't see it in the previous models because of the way it was shaded. Mm, uh, uh-huh. Good to know. Good to know. I'll keep that in my back pocket. You know I never let anything like hang in. Yeah. Uh, but on that note, I think this is a good place to stop before we go too far off the rails. Uh, I'm excited <laughs> for Crown Tundra this week. I am very excited. Uh, at the end of this week, there's definitely going to be a lot of streams where we're going to be jumping into like Dynamax adventures with people. So definitely check that oh, out. I need to work really hard this week so I can have yeah. some free time during the weekend to hang out with you guys. This weekend, we're absolutely doing this. Like I'll stream. I'll, I'm going to stream a ton just to do Dynamax adventures at minimum. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm all about that. But yeah, on that note, we are going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number... Oh no, I scrolled down too far. Uh, National Dex number 405, Luxray, the Gleam Eyes Pokemon. It's Pokemon Sword Dex Entry says, Luxray can see through solid objects. It will instantly spot prey trying to hide behind walls, even if the walls are thick. What? Uh, it's got like right. X-ray vi- vision. It's got Luxray oh, vision. Yes. Luxray oh. vision. Oh, I get yeah. it now. Okay. I mean, his the last four letters of his name are X-ray. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, when I when I look at Luxray, what I see is the Latin word for light and ray. <laughs> I don't see X-ray. So I don't know why the guys who, who are picking the teams chose this Pokemon. I honestly think Luxray is not that good. It, it is a pure electric type with, uh, I mean, its stats are like meh. 
I think the biggest problem is that it speeds base 70, but I do think that this rotation of Pokemon that we've been having, where we just get new Pokemon added every few months, does give Pokemon with these lower base speeds, like 70, a time to shine, or mm-hmm. at least a chance to, an attempt. And so Luxray, I mean, it's got that base 70 speed, but it also has a base 120 attack, which is actually really kind of scary. It, its move pool isn't terrible. Uh, its defenses are meth, there's 79 in both, and then an 80 HP. It's okay. It has some decent coverage as well. Let's put it this way. I don't see why you would ever run this instead of Sir Mix-a-Lot, but you do you. Guts. Sir what? Drakezult. Drakezult, the one that I had that was Sir, later Lord Ah, okay. Okay, so so Luxray is, uh, I mean, he's got guts. So Flame Orb is the item you should have on it. Fair. We, this, the one that we're running here is Adamant, uh, 252 attack, 252 speed. Wild Charge, Fire Fang, Throat Chop, and Protect. I don't know that other moves exist for Luxray. <laughs> I, I'll be completely honest. It didn't get like the boost something like Lycanroc did. Lycanroc mm-hmm. got like, a huge boost this gen. Yeah. I mean, it, got, it has Play Rough, it has Psychic Fangs. I mean, it has some options, just not many. Not the ones that you want, um, I'll be honest. Uh, so... The thing is, uh, Luxray, Luxray is just on this team. I think the Pokemon that are supporting it are far more interesting, personally. <laughs> like Mindshow. Uh, so Mindshow is one of the few Pokemon that got that has the move Coaching, uh, which I believe Ooh, is ac- actually a. Uh, I believe it's a. No, that's a really common, is it uh, common move that was given out via the tutor. You are it's right. It's the fighting type. You're uh, right. Isle of Armor too. Yep, you're right. You're right. It's not a lot of fighting types. The reason is you always see it on Riolu because it has Prankster. Mm-hmm. Mm. But Mindshow is just fast, so it can actually run it. And so it is on like every fighting type ever that existed. You are correct. Mm-hmm. So, and Mew. All fighting types and Mew. And Cinderace. Uh, and Cinderace, because why, why does Cinderace need to be good? Come on. And, and Sarah Aura. Mm-hmm. Sarah Aura got it. Wow. Well, I, I mean, Cinderace makes sense it having coaching yes, as it is, yes. you know, yeah. a libero. Like. Uh, so for those of you who are unaware, coaching on. in a double battle will will boost the uh, attack and defense of your partner Pokemon by one stage each. Um, this also, it actually bypasses uh, all forms of protections, which is kind of interesting. So like you can protect and still get coached, mm. which is something to note. Um, so you could coach Luxray, give it a plus one to attack, let it get it, protect, get its gut boost at the same time, and then get ready for next turn. <laughs> and then honestly, I would just go big and have fun. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the answer. You go big and you have fun um, from there. Uh, the Mindshow is rocking 252 attack, 252 speed because it doesn't have other stats. <laughs> it's holding a focus. It's got an it's got inner focus as its ability, so it can't be flinched. So you can get your coaching off. Uh, this is jolly because we're making this mind show as fast as we possibly can. It's also running close combat because Hydreigon exists. I guess mm. we're also we're also right now in that funky meta. Series six is almost over, unfortunately, uh, where things like Dragapult don't exist right now. Unfortunately, I get to come back. Yeah, we get uh, fake out, taunt, coaching, and close combat. It's an interesting... I, I think coaching's an interesting play, especially coming from a not-Riolu. Yeah. Uh, I like seeing... Because Riolu's not interesting 
outside of coaching. <laughs> <laughs> like typically, if you can take out the partner Pokemon for that Riolu, you're doing pretty, you're doing it be fine. Yeah. Uh, notably, the inner focus also makes you intimidate proof. Oh, that's true. Mm-mm, they did so. add that. They did add that. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, they did add that. But tell us more about, I think the rest of this is rather generic. <laughs> Yeah, you have a Primarina holding a life orb with liquid voice. It's modest. It has max speed, max special attack. It has hyper voice, moonblast, hydro cannon, and protect. Now, hydro cannon is interesting. Hydro cannon is a choice. Yeah, choices. I th- honestly think the person who probably made this team was probably very excited or was very upset with hydro pump's accuracy. Yeah, <laughs> because you don't typically click hydro pump unless you absolutely need it to like game end. Yeah, and true. I think I think bringing so hydro cannon well. is one hundred percent accuracy, and you're probably ending the game. I yeah. think it's ninety five. I don't even think it's perfect. Uh it's better than eighty five. Yeah. Yes, it is better than that though. I'm gonna look this up, but keep going. Yeah, and then another pretty standard thing is that Moon Goose holding a Koba Berry. Because bird spam is half back, I guess. Yes. It obviously has regenerator. It has 236 HP and 36 defense and 236 special defense, which lets it live something that I don't know. It's got assassinature yes. and it's got zero attack and zero speed because, yeah, you have. Energy Ball, Spore, Rage Powder, and Protect. So I guess the only thing you might think is an option over other things is Energy Ball over something like Clear Smog or Sludge Bomb. Yeah. Giga Drain or something. Yeah. Uh, Hydro Cannon Uh, actually has an accuracy of 90%, by the way, so I think this Hydro Cannon play is stupid. Yeah, okay, fair. Okay. Unless unless there's something that you really need to take out specifically that you did the calc for and Hydro Cannon like kills and Hydro Pump doesn't. I don't know what that would be. I'm gonna be I don't know honest. either. Of Cinderace. Cinderace isn't in know. this meta right now. Exactly. I don't know. It's uh it's col- not in is Colossal is is Colossal Colossal, Colossal is in. Uh, keep going, keep going, and I'll, I'm going to do the calc. I'm still, I'm still curious about this. <laughs> Double check the Dynamax on it too. Yeah. Mm-mm. Notably, though, uh, the Energy Ball is probably to eat Gastrodons. Yes. Fair. Yes, uh, because that is, I think, the only Grass type move on this team. So you need to really have a Gastrodon plan. We have uh, next up. We have Talonflame with the Sharp Beak. Uh, it's got Brave Bird if you want to use your one flying move to to get an attack in. It's got Overheat. It's got Taunt. It's got Tailwind. It's uh, Adamant Nature, so that Overheat dropping it not going to hurt you too bad. Uh, 252 attack, 252 speed. You click Taunt if you think you can stop an annoying support move. If not, you click Tailwind. And if you still have your HP, just click Brave Bird, I guess. Mm-hmm. Fair. Next up, we have a Rhydon with Eviolite. We've got Lightning Rod on it because, you know, we've got a couple of things that are electric weak, so absorbing <laughs> that is good. It's got 4 HP, 84 attack, 4 defense, 
228 special defense, and 188 speed. This thing is clearly very calced. I don't know them. <laughs> I am afraid of the man who does this math. Uh, it's got high horsepower. It's got uh, to make sure you get your ground attacks off that aren't uh, thumped by uh, grassy terrain. Yeah. Or anything like that. And aren't spread damage. Let's you hit single targets. You've got rock slide uh, for spread. And you've got sword stance and protect. Yeah, this is a... This is an interesting Raiden. Because the spread is incredibly defensive. Apart from the speed. But then you get sword stance. That's weird. So, uh, the calc for Hydro Cannon on a Colossal definitely, uh, definitely kills with a Hydro. Uh, also, it would kill with a, uh, with a, we, we saw, hy- not with Hydro Pump, a Hyper Voice. Uh, oh. this is a liquid, this is a liquid voice, um, liquid voice, uh, prim. Well, don't forget you lose damage to the spread, though. Exactly. Was the Hyper Voice oh, spread true. damage or not? That's true. That's true. It, it probably, uh, the Hyper Voice is probably spread damage, but let, I closed it. Uh, oh wait, yeah, I closed it. Never mind. Um, we can go back later. But even then, like, like, yeah, I, I'm not as worried. <laughs> well, actually, no, you do need you do need hydro cannon to Oko G Max Colossal, like when it's when it's G Maxed. See, we figured yeah. it out. Yep. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I didn't click the G Max button. Yeah, we figured it out. We got a time. We got it, guys. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. Let's see. That is it. That's the team, right? We did it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if you want to play with it, this will be on the server this week. You can watch P. Mickey and Claude Nine play with it, and I think that'll be far more uh, entertaining because I don't think this team is particularly the best. Um, mostly because uh, Luxury isn't isn't great, but I, I would love to see it and try it. Yeah, I'll probably try it out myself later this week as well on stream while we're waiting for Crown Tundra to drop. So on that note, though, guys, uh, thanks for checking this out. We're going to kick everything on over, though, to the mailbag. It's mail time. Send in your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hoes. Yeah, out of fear for our life. Um, okay. And so then anyway, this is also the part of the show where we read your emails on the show. Uh, I asked you last week what a Pokemon you're most excited for to see return to the Crown Tundra, either competitively or any other way. I don't I don't care. Or you could just email us about anything at pucklepodcast.gmail.com. So I, I'm very excited to see that. I, I don't even know what I'll ask you next week. Like, wh- is there anything you're specifically excited for? Crown Tundra. There we go. Did well, it. well, actually, the show will come out after. Crown yeah, Tundra is but out. I don't want my phone to blow up on Friday <laughs> <laughs> with email notifications. All right, you can only send us emails before it comes out, and it's what is your called shot? <laughs> All right. So our first email this week um, is going to be from M O M O. I think Whimsicott gets this one. I do. I do. M.O.M.O. says, hey, buckle peeps, I am so excited to play Crown Tundra next week, but I'm equally as nervous for the competitive scene, considering I only started playing competitively with Series 6. It's been the perfect time to jump in and learn without all the broken toys available. 
But now that all the legends are making their way back into Galar, I'm not sure how overwhelmed my brain will get trying to comprehend how everything can work together. So I think it's actually going to be a bit easier because yes. for the first couple of weeks, you're going to see like the same six things over and over again. Yeah, well, it's also so like for as much as we say Lando's bad, the good news is it's going to be easier to build teams probably because something will probably bubble up to the top. Mm-mm. It'll hyper centralize yeah. and that'll make it easy to prep for. It, well, it's easier to prep for, but you'll also probably get something like chalk as much as chalk was cancer. Uh, chalk is what they called like the standard core back in the VGC 2015 meta, mm-hmm. which is uh, it stands for Cresselia, Heatran, Amoongus, Landorus, and Kangaskhan. And that was like the big that like if you had those five Pokemon and then you like ran a tech on the side and that was typically what was winning a tournament. <laughs> Yeah, but it's really that way you learn how to drive those things and then you can you like it's easy to jump in with a team like that. Yeah, in, in my opinion, it's easy to drive a chalk team and then you are able to uh, you could learn what its weaknesses were, what you had problems with and stuff like that, especially since I assume none of us are trying to go to worlds like right now. No, <laughs> so I, I would say that, that that's a good time to jump in is with the yeah. legends. Uh, especially because they're not going to, they're not still letting in box art legends or anything. Like you're not going to be able to play with Xerneas or anything like that. Yeah. Um, he says, expect lots of questions from me over on discord. Fair. We have channels that are specifically for that. So mm-hmm. it'll be okay. I'm hoping for another round of DLC eventually, as I think it's a great way to keep the game fresh and feeling new without introducing an entirely new region. Though I'm not holding my breath for any of it. It would be nice to see the rest of the Pokedex added. I'm looking at you, Ampharos. Yeah, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Side note, I would 100% be that person to buy the $500 Marie plush you mentioned last week. Uh, I, I, I would have bought it if I had that kind of money. I thought about it. Yeah. I thought about it. Just uh, sometimes your phone gets recrawled to death and you have to <laughs> buy a new phone immediately. Yeah, uh, it, it literally died. Like, there was this video... And it was the scene from Lilo and Stitch where Lilo <laughs> grabs Stitch and the turntable and goes to Nani and tells oh, no. her, you have to see this. And I, I knew that as soon as she opened Stitch's mouth, Rick Astley would come out. But I was all <laughs> over the idea. So I clicked it. I watched oh, it. No. I loved it. I clicked back and my phone died. My phone <laughs> recrawled to death. <laughs> completely dead like it never turned on again i i'm going to have to like pay someone to get the pictures uh, of my baby cats off of that but whatever. oh no um yeah but it's it's a cool story i guess you can say your phone got break rolled to death but yeah mm-hmm. um new phones cost about as much as marie blushes so you have to have priorities in life mm-hmm. anyway but i digress as was the person reading the email To answer this week's question, the Pokemon I'm looking forward to joining the Galar region is actually Dragonair. Hmm. I've Mm. always been a fan of its design over Dragonite, though I have no idea how it will hold up in battle, if it even can. I have a level 100 Dragonair named Pearl, ready to transfer in home though, so maybe I'll experiment how she can hold up. Okay, so so, so, wait a moment, guys. I also love Dragonair over Dragonite, and I just realized... You're going to be walking around with that long dragoner streaming out behind you. 
and I can't. Following wait. Pokemon was handled kind of badly. Uh, yes, but I still can't wait. Like it's kind of it's cool as like a novelty, and yeah. then there's just like there's just like a point where it's just like oh it's too slow and it's not keeping up, and then because there's Pokemon in the overworld that like pops up behind you and you get yeah. you get terrified for half a second. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's true. Wild Curum appears. Yeah, right. You're just like oh god. But like I love Dragonair, and I was all over the way that Ekans moves in Let's Go. So if you mm. get like long boy Dragonair walking behind. <laughs> so cool oh sorry sorry about the the bitch um that's all for now catch you on the flip-flop m-o-m-o all right our next one is gonna be from bailey hello fuckle crew it's bailey i've been a pokemon fan since i played my first pokemon game fire red on the game boy advance i found you about a year ago on one of my drives home from university and i have been listening ever since well thank you Hi. for not hating us <laughs> i appreciate that as for which Pokemon I am most excited this, about returning to the Crown Tundra, it would have to be both Salamence and Dragonite, in hopes that the data mines are correct and they both get access to dual wing beat. Hmm. I play draft leagues primarily, and in a format with Z-Moves being around, these two both suffer from not having good flying stab. They both get fly. And if you're using Z-Moves... Hmm. Or is it without Z-Moves being around? Maybe they forgot the word without. Because then, yes, they both yeah. have Aerial Ace. So, <laughs> they both have Aerial Ace. Uh, but with, outside of that, yeah, dual wing beat would be good. Dual wing beat's a decent move. It's mostly because flying's a really good type, and I think TPCI constantly forgets that. Mm-mm. Yep. And when they don't forget it, you get bird spam. Yep. If they get access to dual wing beat, they will be so much better and so much fun to use. The idea of Dragonite with multi-scale and ho- heavy-duty boots is terrifying. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, you get triple axle now. Yes. So... That is also true. Triple kick, but good. I think Triple Axel is going to see more play once Crown Tundra comes out. That's yeah. my that's my prediction. I think you're going to see a lot more Triple Axel. A lot of weird things get it. Weavile gets it. It's not which isn't that weird. I wouldn't say that. That's that's a, that one's not a weird, weird one. Thing. That one's not a weird one. But Gallade gets it. Ga- which is that's strange. weird. Could you imagine that? Minchino gets it, and that's very weird Minchino to me. Minchino gets most of the multi-hit moves. Yeah, yeah, but it's not a three to five. It's just odd. Yeah. Uh, Serena gets it? Perfect. Yeah, but all of those Pokemon conceivably look like figure skaters, so I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. All right, Frostmoth. Um, Frostmoth's not good anyway. <laughs> okay, you got me there. Frostmoth's just not good. <laughs> all right. I'm also excited to see the Regis come back, especially Registeel, because of my it's my favorite of the Regis and the mascot of my draft league team, the Pittsburgh Registeelers. Keep up the great work with the podcast, <laughs> and I'm the Registeelers is pretty good. I'm a fan. That's very good. Keep up the great work with the podcast, and I'm excited to listen to future episodes. Sincerely, Bailey. So there have been some uh, other like I didn't know this happened until very recently, but like the NHL added some new hockey teams. Oh, and uh, I only found out about this because I I took my vacation to to Seattle a couple weeks ago to visit my in laws and. I got there and my mother-in-law was like very adamant about buying me a uh, Seattle Krakens, which is the name of the NHL team in Seattle, <laughs> a like sweatshirt. One, it was very odd because neither her or I are into hockey, hmm. but t- uh, she just like really liked the logo and the logo is kind of cool. Okay, fair. So you could be like the Seattle Tentacruel now. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that'd be a fun meme. 
That's a deep dive. Okay. But yes, <laughs> keep up the great work with the podcast. And I'm excited to listen to future episodes. Sincerely, Bailey. Well, thank you for that, Bailey. Hope the university is going okay. Moving on then. Our last one today is going to be from Bam. 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 He has the exclamation point. It's illegal to say yeah. it otherwise. It, you have to have the enthusiasm behind it. Dear exuberant hosts, it is I, Bam, here again to tell you about what Pokemon I'm excited to see in Crown Tundra. Unfortunately, the 100 plus mons that they promised us includes over 50 legendary Pokemon. So true. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So right when the, the whole like 100 niche came out and they had the, the picture of all oh, the legendaries, uh, they had that and then some of the, the pseudos that they had confirmed it said, yeah, you can, you had like 70, Pokemon yeah. account for 80% of, <laughs> yeah, of Crown Tundra. Yeah, it was it was painful. Crown Tundra didn't have much missing. Like that leak didn't reveal to us that much. <laughs> yeah, they are mons that you have to search for and hunt for. But after I catch them, they just hang out my PC for the rest of eternity. Yep. One legendary and mythical I'm looking forward to using is Diancie. It won't be legal in any official online formats, but it will still be fun. Oh no, we just had one. We just had a tournament with it. Oh, who knows? But it will still be fun to use against a friend and maybe Mega Evolve it. Hmm. I am also excited to have Aurora's back. Aurora's back being means four out of my six, four out of my top six favorite Pokemon will be back. They just need to add Torterra and Ampharos, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is very funny to me given what we've been talking yes. about. Yeah. Then I will finally have that terrible at competitive dream team of mine. And I'm not the only one with the same one track mind about the Pokemon that are still missing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, I, this makes me feel a lot better for feeling like a broken record from week to week. Other other than Minior, I think my top, I think most of mine are there. I'm looking forward to Diancie just because I'm going to be the the goof who's running around with Diamond Storm Body Press. Mm. It's not good. It's just very funny. Fun. I was talking to somebody about Mega Evolution the other day, and I forget. It might have been on the show. I don't remember anymore. All the conversations bleed together. And but we were talking about it, and they because said you that repeat yourself so often. Yeah. Right. And I, uh, there's only so many Pokemon ideas to have, okay? <laughs> Cut me some slack. I'm on on this show every week. <laughs> and so I think it was in I think it was in chat or something because uh, I think it was P. McGee. And he was talking about how Mega Evolution appeared to be like Mega Evolution not being in Sword and Shield seems to be the exception to mm-hmm. to just like the whole franchise as a whole. Mm. which they thought was very maybe it wasn't P. McGee. Maybe it was an article I read. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> But they're just like, yeah, it's in like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon <laughs> and, and Pokken Tournament. And it's going to be in uh, it's going to be in Pokemon Unite, probably. Uh, it's in Pokemon mm-hmm. Go. So, I mean, could you imagine? So, like, you remember the hype that like people had for like Pokemon Go getting Mega Evolution before they botched it? And like, could you imagine like the hype of like, hey, here's a DLC that brings Megas back to Pokemon Sword and Shield? Like there would be hype for that. Yeah. like Legit hype. That's that's like one of the things that like keeps me at that fifty fifty for DLC two, mm. is like that could that could really bring some hype if you brought back Megas in one of them. Honestly, yeah. But yeah, I digress. Finish this email. Uh, all right, it is time for me to prepare for the blizzardy blizzardy Wonderland that is the Crown Tundra by making some hot chocolate and putting on my normal <laughs> Michigan clothes. My normal Michigan clothes. <laughs> I appreciate this, Bam. Uh, catch you on the flip flop, Bam. My normal Michigan clothes. Michigan gets, like, scary cold sometimes. It's awful. It's awful. Michigan's particularly. I Like, I used to live on the Michigan border with Indiana. Mm. And, like, 
I forgot after Ohio moving to like moving. I'm literally like maybe a hundred miles south of where I used to live, like latitude wise. But the weather is so drastically different Mm. that like when I go back, it's made me soft. (laughs) It's made me soft because like it it can be it can be like 10, 10 degrees Fahrenheit, like up in up up in Michigan and like down here, it'll be like 27. And so that's a drastic difference, you know? Yeah. Little bit. It's a drastic (laughs) difference. And, you know, then you go home to go visit your parents or something and you're just like, it's cold. And then your dad yells at you for being soft. Uh, But Green Tauros badge. Only one of them. Uh, only one of them, according to our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I mean, I mean, the contract is in English. Yes, <laughs> I'm Italian. How was I supposed to know? Uh, who do we want? Who do we want to give it to? Uh, do we want to give it to M O M O Bailey or Bam? I think Bam mm. already has it. I'm pretty sure Bam already has it. Let's give him two. I liked I liked Bailey and M O M. Hmm. Okay. I like both of so. them. Do you gonna do you go for the Dragonair pandering or no? Uh I did love the Dragonair pandering, um, but it hmm hmm. Actually, Bam does does Bam? I don't know. I I don't know who has I'm anything. Looking at, yes, he does. I don't know. I don't know who anybody has what. I don't keep track. So <laughs> this is this should be obvious by now. I don't keep it's track. Dragonair pandering versus the Pittsburgh Registeelers. Hmm. They're both I, so I good. prefer I prefer the Pittsburgh Registeelers. Bailey, you won the honest. Green Tauros badge. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, Bailey won the Green Tauros badge. Come to our Discord server to grab it. Uh, if you want to email us next week at fucklepodcast.gmail.com, I guess you can let us know how you're enjoying Crown Tundra so far, but it's only going to be out for a day. And so like, I want to give people a chance uh, because if not, I'm going to get a lot of emails at like 7 p.m. on Saturday after we record the show. Yeah. Because hey, nobody listens to me when I say that's when we record. <laughs> we record on Saturday morning. Yeah. Yes. So if you want to, uh, if you want to do something otherwise, you can send us an email about just like what you're most excited for in Crown Tundra. If not, if you have already played it, what are you most enjo- What are you enjoying the most? So uh, other than that, if you want to keep up with Puckle, come to Discord. Most importantly, that's where we all are. You can hang out, chat with us, uh, play Pokemon with us. Most importantly, this week, and then you can also go ahead and. Follow us on social media over at Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and, oh my gosh, Instagram. There it is. I always forget one. There's always one. Um, and then you can, of course, follow us on YouTube where I want to do Nuzlocks again, and I should get back on that uh, this next month. And you uh, definitely come over to twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast, though, where you can catch us uh, streaming Dynamax Adventures probably for the next, like, week. I don't know what else I'm going to want to do in Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm just going to want to do Dynamax Adventures. I'm very excited for Dynamax mm-hmm. Adventures. Yeah. And yeah, so if you're interested in that, definitely come over to twitch.tv slash Podcast. If you want to support us, a great way to do that is to drop a subscription on the channel for that. However, you can also go over to TeePublic, buy a t-shirt, or you can always go to Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. And just as a reminder, if you're at the $15 tier next month, you can get all the badges for our Fall League, which we'll talk about details about for next week, because I think it's going to start on like the first of november so keep keep an eye out for that i'm very excited for that though by the way it like it's gonna be fall league's gonna be hype fall league is gonna be hype yeah. all right on that note though i guess i have been trainer thatch i have been the fluffiest whimsical and i really appreciated the patron and the fridge story last week seth <clears throat> and i've been linear and here at the lavender town radio tower it's closing time <laughs>
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.